0: This podcast is made possible by NoCD. NoCD offers effective, affordable, and convenient OCD therapy. NoCD therapists are trained in exposure and response prevention, otherwise known as ERP therapy, which is the gold standard treatment for OCD.
1: With NoCD, you can do virtual, live, face-to-face video sessions with one of their licensed, specialty-trained therapists. And they accept most major insurance plans. To find out more about NoCD, visit NoCD.com to book a free 15-minute call we're hot we're fun we're crying but we're trying we've got books we've got books also we're sad sad girls who read shabbat shalom shabbat shalom
0: sad girls oh it was a. Uh, wasn't it Rosh Hashanah kippur, of the both of oh, them
1: oh my gosh that's Rosh amazing Shana and then yom kippur and it started at sundown on Sunday and ended Monday at sundown, I'm pretty positive. That's the truth. Welcome back, sad girls. Are you sad, Erin? I'm fine, Allegra. I'm tired. Both of us are like on our last leg, if you will. We're tired girls. We're we're just sleepy girls. I just want to like sleep for like 20 hours and I and then like get a check for 20 grand. And I feel like that will solve a lot i just want to cry and possibly take a xanax
0: why i'm actually not even anxious just like okay no not a xanax i want to smoke weed because i think if you smoke a little bit of weed it helps like the headache alleviate and then you sleep well i actually think that's what i should do i should get some indica smoke a little bit Take
1: an edible
0: that's actually a really good idea like a chill edible the last time i did edibles i which i don't ever really do i like couldn't walk i thought i had to go to the hospital in new york city this was like just this past december
1: i had a panic attack one night i mean we're both so similar i feel like with ocd it's so hard how has this not come up before it's so hard to take edibles because it's you like hone in on every thought and it's so it's even louder it's
0: crazy I d- yeah, I'm not a weed girlie. I've never been. Yeah, my weed stories are actually like so horrific. But one time I did smoke a little bit just to sleep and it was like the best sleep ever.
1: That's what Keith said the other day and that's what my friends said don't they you do some. Cuz I cuz I I get so I used to smoke a lot and then I stopped because I had panic attacks and I like can't. I thought my tongue was falling out of my mouth. That's how it feels. I, like, couldn't swallow. I was, like, I, like, didn't know what, how, like, to
0: function. One time I got high. I ate a weed cookie and went to the Beverly Center and spent $800. I know. My youth was iconic. What did you buy? Everything, Erin. I went to so many stores. And, like, every single thing I bought was incredible. I didn't try it on. I was just, like, this, (gasps) this. This and everything was good. Did you return it? No, I kept it. That's incredible. I mean, I didn't need to be spending that money, but like
1: $800, like to be young.
0: To be fucking young. I mean, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild, but I don't, I think weed just makes me anxious too. I don't like it.
1: Yeah, especially you don't know what you're going to get. Like you could have a really good time or you could have like a really awful time. And I don't like that gamble.
0: No, but it's like, what do we do? You haven't slept. I have a horrible headache.
1: I know. And I, so since I was little, I've been taking Benadryl when I like can't sleep. It's supposed to like make you sleep. But then studies just came out that Benadryl is like directly linked to Alzheimer's. <laughs> and I, I,
0: that's why I've been forgetting.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm like, I've been taking this since I was a child. They're like, if you've taken it more than five times, you're fucked. I'm like, I've taken it thousands of times so anyway what's your name aaron's like what day is it (laughs) where am i what's this podcast yeah but we do need to sleep i think we need to like both of us need to like be better at like putting our phones down and having like a nighttime like ritual to like unwind because like i stare at my phone until i fall asleep i bet you do too
0: I do sometimes. It's mostly, honestly, recently it's been like work-related where like I was up until 11.30 last night working and then it's like your brain is just so like working.
1: So my- the lights like fuck with your sleep cycle. I think that's why I have a
0: horrendous fucking headache and I never get headaches. So I'm being a little baby. I want to text
1: my therapist. She's going to be like, what would you like me to do for you? (laughs) I get headaches so much and they're so annoying. Like help they hurt do you have your period are you pmsing
0: no it's crazy i've had so much water fucking advil it's like i hate to say it but like maybe a drink is the only thing that's gonna like lighten the load
1: it could also be the wet the pressure's changing because it rained for so long and now it's not raining that's honestly that could be it God, it's horrible erin <laughs>
0: No, I'm like in so much pain. It feels like someone's, you know, when it's, it feels like someone's literally just
1: pushing in both sides. That was me two days ago. Like all fucking day I was walking around just like.
0: (laughs) I also just put up a really unhinged TikTok and I'm afraid that I'm going to get canceled.
1: Uh Uh-oh. What'd you say? I said,
0: okay, so someone said, call me crazy, but I don't like store-bought pesto. I love that one. That's hilarious. Okay, I said- let me just play it for y'all. Call me crazy if you want, but I've never liked store-bought pesto. I was drunk at Coney Island and lost fifteen hundred dollars on a ball game. Yes, one five zero zero, and the only thing I got to show for it was a Shrek doll toy because the man running the game felt bad for me. So yeah, I don't like store-bought pesto either.
1: Call me crazy. I I'm on well, Allegra. Fifteen hundred dollars. when yes. you went to Coney Island the other day.
0: Oh, no, no, no. This was like for my friend's 30th and she turned th- It was about a year and a half ago.
1: You were doing you you were not playing a stuffed animal gaming. You lost. Oh, no, I was playing a stuffed animal game. How did you lose fifteen hundred dollars?
0: So the game was that like you had to make like eight out of the ten balls in. And if you didn't, you didn't get your money back. And it started at ten dollars. But you could keep, it kept doubling and then you would get all your money back. So I got to the point where I was at like $500 and I was like, no, we're getting these balls in because I've spent like $500. I'm drunk. My friend's drunk. It's her 30th birthday. Like we're both like, fucking it's Coney Island
1: yeah
0: and then and she feels really bad because she's the one throwing them because I'm not good at throwing them so she feels the pressure and then it's like a grand and then it doubles, and it's like two grand and the only reason I stopped is because the ATM ran out of money
1: I understand because I have a gamble like I easily parents like I, a gambling, I I don't there was a time though I, I don't gamble I played solitaire like for money on my phone And I played it like competitively and I won like a hundred dollars and I lost a hundred dollars. Okay. At least it was a hundred. That's
0: true. Fifteen hundred. And I'm not a gambler. That's what like it gives me like black cake vibes, like how he gambled away his money. I'm not a gambler. Like I don't ever do that.
1: It's giving Lynn, but like gambling is, oh my God, I love it. Like I could easily be, A gambling addict, like
0: like the high, the adrenaline. Oh my god!
1: Like there's no place happier than when I'm sitting at a blackjack table in Vegas. I could sit there for hours. I need to see. We should do a. We should go to Vegas.
0: We should do a Vegas episode.
1: Sad girls go to Vegas. We film it
0: like so good
1: in a casino. Yeah, are there bookstores in Vegas? I doubt it.
0: Oh yeah, there's. Do
1: people read in Vegas? People read in Vegas.
0: Okay, we're doing Black
1: Cake Part Two. This fucking book is one of the best we've read in a while. I would say it's like in my top three. It's yeah. unreal. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The twists and turns. And then each time a new like turn would happen, I'd be like, "Oh, there's no way it could. Have. And then another one. And then another one. Like the second half of the book had like 10 okay. gasp moments.
0: And she like the author Charmaine did so well without overdoing it. Like It was, it flew by because some of the chapters were very short, but I was so, honestly, it it made it even more meaningful. Like, she didn't need to go into 18,000 pages of detail. Like, when Marble, like, her mom finds out that Marble knows, that was, -hmm. like, half a page. I know. And she gets that whole entire she gets all of that in like half a page.
1: She gets it across like so simply. And so it's so deeply felt, though, even though it's simply written. Yes. 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 Like I
0: wasn't left wanting more.
1: Yeah. Everything felt complete. Like it was the perfect. Like when you ended this, it felt like the perfect, like the way you want to feel at the end of a book, like tied up, like, but You're then it through, still the leaves drowning. you thinking.
0: Yeah. She used Every single word. I remember Haley talking about this when she was editing her book, and like every word has to count. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every
0: every word counted.
1: So we pick up on part three. So we meet was- Eda Pringle. Etta. Did you know that that was bunny? I knew like halfway through, and I was like, no my god. I so felt like
0: and I didn't know that she was she could still swim at 70
1: that's absurd and um pretty iconic like i'm thinking of no i I feel like that's possible but she was always had such a gift for it i feel like it was just like in her bones yeah you know the yeah. endurance piece and covey was always like you i can go fast but you can go far <laughs> the I friendship mean,
0: the friendship also
1: we find out that bunny was the one who did it did you see that coming so at the end, it says, like, there was three people and one of them did it. It was either her dad, Bunny, or Pearl. And I thought it was Bunny. But then I was like, what if the whole time it was her dad that did it? I wanted so badly for her dad to be have, like, redemption. I know. And he did He didn't. No. And, oh, my God, Byron at the end, like, screaming at him. I was like, yes, Byron. That was felt. I don't think... Yeah.
0: Like in the questions in the back of the book, Charmaine says, are there characters or moments that can't be forgiven? Mm. I absolutely think so. And I think that that is
1: Lynn. I totally agree. But I, I wanted to forgive him because she portrays him as like this old man with a cane. He can barely move. But then it's just so hard to forgive that. There
0: has to be another choice besides selling your fucking minor child off to a rapist.
1: I know, but I I feel like there wasn't. But then it's
0: like he got that he got himself into that position in the first place through gambling.
1: Well, that's true. Like
0: a series of unfortunate.
1: But that's like an addiction, and I I, just—I for sure feel like sympathy for him. You know, I just still
0: feel like if the mom was able to escape, there had to have been another way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just too rigid with that, but I just don't think that there is forgiving to do and i don't think that covey ever forgave him either
1: no she didn't but i feel like she had such a good way of like moving forward after she like reinvented herself three times and it was really interesting when uh benny found out all the stuff about her mom and was like oh we are so much more similar than I thought we were. And because we're so similar, I'm so confused why you couldn't be more understanding. And did you see that part where the mom was like, I'm so sorry, we weren't understanding. We just needed time and you didn't give us time. It gave more like it illuminated more. more. Yes. Yes. It's like page I
0: marked 221 when Mm -hmm. Mrs. Bennett is writing the letter
1: we had our own
0: views and we expected you to hear us out we were worried about how you were going to make your way in the world so so much of it did come down to fear Mm -hmm. like they had had sacrificed so much and they'd had such a hard life to get there that her and Bert Gibbs were like just so afraid that Benny wasn't going to be able to exist in the world
1: and that's what we thought, but we didn't know. And once we heard right. it from her own voice, it was like, oh, I understand. And this, I, I uh, underlined in that same letter from Miss um, Bennett. She said, why do we women let shame get in the way of our well-being? I thought that times had changed since I was a girl, but apparently not enough. So it's like, look at this generational trauma. They both couldn't say things and they both suffered because of it and they both like couldn't support each other because of that. And women still can't say a lot of shit you feel like it's your fault and then you get told that it's your fault mm
0: -hmm. so you feel like i'm definitely not gonna say anything and i think that happened for both of them i think benny felt responsible for being with steve who abused her and i think that mrs bennett felt so much shame for being assaulted no it wasn't her fault what didn't even
1: tell her husband like that's wild her husband of 40 years she could not tell him
0: that's so sad to me that she like went to her grave with that thinking there's only so much that a person is able to hold before they like essentially leave you. And I don't think that Gibbs would have, but I see no. how scary that possibility would have been like the one person in the world that you can count on leaving.
1: And also just ugh, the way it weighed on her to not be able to share that with her husband, the way she would lock herself away with- When the kids were growing up and say she needed to lay down, like, because she couldn't just be honest. And I just, I love her.
0: Truly that. And then also right after Byron says betrayed. That's how Byron feels hearing his mother's words. I have to say, I would feel a little bit betrayed too. Totally. I I would feel confused. I think I would feel... Like, I think it does, as Byron says later in the book, make you start to question everything. Like, was any of that real? Or did I misread every interaction I had with my parents and it actually was something else? Do you think you would feel betrayed?
1: Totally. And then you start to wonder, like, you don't trust even stable relationships because you can't trust, like, your parents. You're like, oh, my friend said this. Like, did they mean this? Are they lying? Like, it really skews the way you see the world and how you view trust it's hard. Okay. I might just be totally missing this, but
0: do you think there, it was that necessary to keep all of that like hidden for that long? Like, do you think that people would have come after her for the murder?
1: I was thinking that same thing. It and didn't feel I, too realistic to me. I'm not sure if they would come after her, but I think because that family is, was so full of criminals that they could come after her kids and that's who she was most scared of. Like, they could be like, oh, your mother killed my dad or my brother. Oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So she was really, it wasn't even her, she was protecting everyone around her.
1: Yeah, mostly I think she was protecting her family because, ugh, it, it was so sad. I just like wanted it to be over. But when there is like generations of resentment, like their family, it sounded like, they wouldn't stop until they felt like they had justice. Like they were scary. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah.
0: A lot more sense. And then we find out about marble.
1: Oh my God. Marble. Okay.
0: That we, I think we knew it was going to happen. We wanted them to find marble. Yes. I remember Byron toward the end saying he felt annoyed when they were going to Lynn's house because As much as Marble was his mom's daughter, she didn't understand everything. Like, she didn't live the life that Benny and Byron did. Do you think you would feel a little bit territorial if you found out that you had, like, a long-lost sibling that was, like, inserting themselves, let's say, into, like, your dynamic with your mom?
1: I think about that, like, all the time. I don't know (laughs) why. That's the only (laughs) thing I think about. That's literally something I think about very often is... Like, what if I have a long lost sibling and like, what would that be like? Would they look like me? I do feel like I would feel territorial, but I also would hope I would have grace and be warm towards them. They missed out on having this parent for all of their life. I would hope that I could be understanding. I did get where Byron was coming from, though. Like, And also, like, Marble had her mom's face. Like, how wild is that? I know,
0: I know, and it was so interesting too. I loved like the the introduction of the internet, the invention of the internet, and how that changed things. And yeah. how I was looking on the TV and said, "Oh my God, that looks exactly like Covey." So how wild must that have been? I mean, I guess we
1: were around when the internet got invented, but we were so young. Easily today, if you had someone, you'd find it on twenty three and Me or Ancestry, or whatever. That's so scary. <laughs> I I want to do that too. I think about doing. Twenty-three and me. Have you done that? Okay, I haven't, but I
0: have a wild story. Oh no! The one that I knew—I don't want to say who, because like, not that anyone's going to know—but somebody that I knew did it with their family, and all of a sudden, they get a group family text, and they're like, "Who is this daughter?" Someone had cheated, and there was like a daughter, like suddenly in the equation, and the dude who cheated didn't want to tell and then everyone else in the family was like you will tell your wife or one of us is going to tell your wife and that's how like the whole family found out that he had been like cheating and had like a baby with another woman because of 23 and me
1: that is fucking scary it's scary i know someone who did it and they found out they had over 300 siblings because their dad was a sperm donor he like sold his sperm for money when he was in college and. All these people that looked exactly like him met up. At, it, it it was they made a documentary about it. I'll send it to you. it's. See, unbelievable. That would scare me. I would not give my sperm
0: away or be an egg donor because I don't want. Like, isn't that technically? I mean, it's not.
1: Yeah, is that your kid? Like, what would you? Well, that's really complicated, and also I have a friend that was thinking about doing it because there are programs where if you. Give your eggs to families in need, then they will freeze your eggs for free. That if you need them later,
0: I take everything back that I said. (laughs) Like I
1: will, but but no. But she reconsidered because uh, I mean, she. It's a really big decision to make because it is your kids, and some it you have to agree with the family. Sometimes it's queer couples that can't conceive on their own, and you're helping them out. But sometimes they want you to be able to have a relationship with the kids. Sometimes they don't, so it gets like really. Complicated. That's wild. No, I don't yeah.
0: think want to do 23andMe, to be frank.
1: I kind of want to just to stir the pot on my own life. <laughs> what if you found something? I truly would not be surprised. My family is so wild, Allegra, that when I tell people stories about my family, they think I'm making it up, and I wish I was. I would not be surprised. You could tell me anything, and I wouldn't be surprised. There's like an alien child in the lineage. You're like, yep, yep, <laughs> nope. that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Hundred percent. That makes sense. I bet I have another sibling out there. I hope I do. I'm. I hate being an only child. <laughs> I don't know. It's just.
0: It's. I. I think I just. I'm like. We don't need to open Pandora's box. I'm afraid of what I'll find if I do 23andMe.
1: To be frank, we should do it just to like report back on the podcast. Should we? follow our journey oh my god i think that'd be wild and then it turns into like a whole like mystery podcast and we each find we're we're long-lost cousins Not
0: literally <laughs> no i'm always like was i adopted i've always wondered but i look too much like my father for that to be the case but sometimes i really do wonder
1: that's weird if you look dead up like him i do no i said i don't know what he looks like i'm saying oh, i was you like look no, I look so much like my fucking parents. It's crazy. Like sometimes I'll look at myself and I, I mean, I think my mom is fucking gorge gorge, but sometimes I'll look at myself and see characteristics of the other one. And I'm like, hey. it's like, a, yeah, it's crazy. And I, and this book brought a lot of that forward where they could see oh. themselves in the siblings. They're like, oh my God, he, Byron has my dad's lopsided smile. Oh, well, the like,
0: lopsided smile really got me. I know the laugh out and smile did it, okay, also in this same like in the same line of thinking, so mm-hmm. Marble's parents never told her that she Eesh. was adopted, which I think was especially fucked up because I noted this page. they could see their daughter was likely what some would call a child of mixed race, they, but they pretended not to notice, wasn't race an outdated concept anyways? Stop. That is horrific. That is horrific. Like those like white parents who are like, let's say it's an interracial marriage and there's like a white mom and a black father or vice versa. And the white one says like, I don't see color. No, 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 no. Because then what you're doing is you are blind to everything, all of the racism that goes on in the world. If you're saying you were missing so fucking much
1: and you're denying who she is that's why yeah. she sought out a career yeah. in finding like in the food world like that because she was like this is i want to like explore this i want to explore where i'm from and her parents are like no, no 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 you just take after your grandfather it really pissed me off to be lied to i don't care how much you love someone to lie to your kid that's fucked up I just don't know that
0: I would be able to get past that finding out like 50 years later that mm-hmm. my whole life had been somewhat of a lie. Mm-hmm. And I know they have their reasons for doing it. Like they don't want their kid to feel unwanted or they're fearful that their child is going to like go to the biological parents and leave them. But it just feels it just
1: feels fucked up and a little bit manipulative. It's very icky, and I don't, I don't, I won't really hear another said that I've, I'm strong and, like, that's fucked up. Yeah, I think that you owe it to your children, especially when it's, like, obvious. Because mm-hmm. she was questioning who she was. She's like, why do I, why do I feel these things? Why am I attracted to this? Why am I drawn towards this? And they were like, I don't know. You're white. And she's like, what? Like, mom it- and dad, I'm looking yeah.
0: in the mirror. Yeah. I hate to say this and maybe this is not the same situation, but I kind of feel like Khloe Kardashian is not <sighs> Rob Kardashian's daughter.
1: I've never thought about that.
0: Like I like have thought, and again, I'm nobody to say that. Like I should not be questioning, but I really don't think. I think that she looks wildly different than them, especially when you see childhood photos. I do not think that she is Rob Kardashian's daughter.
1: I've never thought about that. If you no,
0: look talk, you will see a million different things. She has this big, blonde, curly hair
1: as a kid. I don't know. Well, it could be passed on. Like sometimes it skips and it, you take it, on your grandparents. Right. Like nobody in my family has blue eyes. Everyone has brown eyes. Like, and I don't know. No one knows where I got them from. I got them from God. From Jesus Christ Almighty.
0: I can't believe you've never heard of that theory.
1: No, but it, I, it makes sense to me it makes sense. She does look a lot different. Gorge, gorge.
0: This podcast is made possible by NoCD. NoCD offers effective, affordable, and convenient OCD therapy. NoCD therapists are trained in exposure and response prevention, otherwise known as ERP therapy, which is the gold standard treatment for OCD.
1: With NoCD, you can do virtual, live, face-to-face video sessions with one of their licensed, specialty-trained therapists. And they accept most major insurance plans. To find out more about NoCD, visit NoCD.com to book a free 15-minute call. Page 305 when Covey, a.k.a. Her new name's Bernadette, right? No. What's her new name?
0: I where did you get Bernadette? Miss
1: Bennett? But what's her first name? Eleanor. Eleanor. Oh, my God. Something's wrong with my brain. Well, there's Bernadette. There's Benny. There's Bunny. Everyone's changing their names, Legra. Oh, okay, there's Benny, Byron, Bunny.
0: Yeah. Billy, Bobby, Birdie. It's too much. Okay,
1: Eleanor. She writes b and I love B&B, by the way. It's so cute. B&B. And she says, I don't know how you feel after hearing everything that I've had to say. She ran away, changed her name, invented a past. You didn't really know where I come from, but she ends it. You have always known who I am. Who I am is your mother. This is the truest I part of me. Stobbing.
0: This is the truest part of me. Dead. Like, that sunk a fucking hook.
1: And it, that, like, kind of made all the bullshit go away. Like, Yeah, because she's like, this is who I am at the end of the day. Like, it doesn't change yeah. anything. Like, I can change names. Like, I, I could have made mistakes, but I've always been there for you as your mother. And I love you as my children. I love her so much. Like, protect Eleanor at all, at costs. all costs. And like, so page 273,
0: when Gibbs died, she says she Ugh. felt like a ghost after the death because there was no one around to, to recognize her for who she really was. Isn't that wild? if the only person that knows your story is your partner and then your partner dies because you literally can't tell anybody what you've gone through, it feels like the loss of like everything.
1: And then she tried, we, she, she tried to kill herself. She went out in on that. That was
0: devastating. And I also marked that page because it's a really common. I just wanted to validate when she says, She wasn't sure which made her feel worse, knowing that she'd survived or knowing that she'd gone out there in the first place. Mm. And a lot of people feel that way. Like the shame that people feel if they do survive a suicide attempt is like Mm. unreal because you wake up, you don't want to be awake. Like you just tried to kill yourself. And then you have all of these other people judging you for potentially judging you for it. And not only that, but you feel like, I can't even do this one fucking thing. Yeah. I can't kill myself. I can't. You feel worthless. You feel literally worthless. It reminds me of Jude. Oh, my God. Jude. Jude.
1: Jude.
0: So cute. Yeah,
1: I felt so bad. And Byron could tell, like, how bad she was struggling. And he didn't know what to do. He
0: really didn't. Ruby is like. Ruby. She said, said, I'm hungry. She's literally shaking. She's like, I want milk. Honey, we're not breastfeeding anymore.
1: That was 14 Allegra. years ago. Allegra pulls out the tit. Imagine
0: sure. what would you do if I didn't say anything and you look down and I was Dude. and I was just nursing Ruby.
1: Dude, I would fucking shit myself. Would you really? I would I would I would pee on the couch. Do you think it would be cute? It would make me howl. <laughs> like you have like a nursing blanket and you're like hold on i'm like hold on baby
0: she would love it rupert is a child through and through she needs all rupert. the love in the world
1: these questions are really good in the back i'm like let's looking back. let's
0: do rapid fire okay answer them okay hold on let me
1: black cake was a bennett family recipe made for weddings anniversaries christmas and other special occasions do you have a traditional family recipe what does it mean to you Actually,
0: yes. My grandma passed down this like sausage stuffing. It's like a sausage cornbread stuffing. It's so good. I'll make it for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving, oh yeah. My God, and I mean, this is gonna sound awful. It doesn't really mean anything to me other than it's like really good because I, I'm not like that close to my family. So, I'm gonna- but that's yeah. enough that it's good. Yeah and it, this made me want to pass down recipes. I'm not really a recipe person, but
1: (laughs) you're going to pass down the Halloween
0: cutout cookie recipe to your fucking. I'm going to pass down my like popcorn crunch I make it for every
1: holiday (laughs) I'm I'm thinking of like our kids being like my grandma had a podcast (laughs) it was called sad girls who reek because my grandma was crazy
0: (laughs) no literally I'm gonna pass down like an oreo cookie jar I'm like this is my contribution
1: (laughs) oh my god I'm done my grandma on my mom's side who I never met had a derby pie recipe you make it at derby and it is my mom makes it I make it I'll make it for you it's a a chocolate and pecan pie, and it is unfreaking real. It's gooey, it's sweet, it's salty, it's all of the things you want oh, in a pie. Oh, my that God, sounds so amazing. Good. I'm drooling.
0: Okay. Why do you think Bert and Eleanor disagreed with Benny's life choices? Do you think they were wrong to be so hard on her? Why or why not?
1: Well, we kind of covered that they were worried after all they okay, had gone gonna... through. No, but we can say after all they had gone through, they were worried that. It was going to, like, kind of erase all their effort if she was a lesbian or was bi or was anything but, like, a straight female who did the job that they wanted her to do. And she was an artist and she was a cook. And I also hate the word life choices with sexuality.
0: Have I ever looked at you, Erin, and been like, I mean, it's your life choice to be in a relationship with a man. (laughs) Like, we don't say that.
1: Do you think they mean, like, her job choices? Or do you think, I mean or do you think it's they mean both i think that they yeah mean both
0: and i just like sexuality is not like a lifestyle or i just feel like we're not in 1980 like they called and they want yeah. their fucking term back you know life is yeah giving it's giving interesting
1: but that totally was the mindset of those parents like they they thought it was a choice a like <laughs> i'm like you're like what? interesting Oh, I like this one. Forgiveness is a major theme in the novel. Eleanor struggles to forgive herself, Marble to forgive her parents, Benny to forgive her family, Byron to forgive Lynn. Do you find any of the characters' actions to be unforgivable? We kind of did,
0: but yeah, I definitely think Lynn selling his daughter to a rapist and murderer seems
1: pretty. I think that, oh my God, I forgot about Bert. Bert, okay, so I was going to say it's unforgivable that Bert shut his daughter out. But then she found the receipts from him when he died that he was going to New York and keeping an eye on her and standing outside her work. I I was was sobbing
0: like he would just sobbing to like keep an eye on her like that is honestly the cutest (laughs) in the world.
1: Like literally, I can't wait to see that scene in the TV show or the movie. Imagine like Um, he would fly to
0: New York, get a car in a hotel and then sit outside her work and just like watch her.
1: And he never told her. She just found the receipts. I Why do you think that is, though? Like, do you think he was that stubborn? I just. I think he knew how much he had disappointed her, I think. Oh, interesting. I don't know, though. I don't know. I think it had just been so long and so much was built up. And maybe he was stubborn. I don't know.
0: And it also makes you think so much about, like, when Byron says, like, you never really know somebody, there was so much that her parents didn't know about Benny's life, like the fact that mm-hmm. she was in an abusive relationship and mm-hmm. how she had gotten abused at school. And all of that led to her making the like decision to leave school and to pursue something mm-hmm. else. But her parents knew none of that and just thought
1: she was like a dropout. And they thought she didn't go to the funeral just because oh, she was- didn't want to, but she did go she just didn't go see them because she had bruises all over her face from being abused so you're right they're like you you don't know so much about people and it's crazy what people go through that you don't see right
0: and then we and then we like tend to judge based on what it is that we know without thinking about like is there something else here that i might not be aware of
1: It sucks when when that's the case, because how are they supposed to know unless you tell them? But if you're not in each other's lives, like you're not telling each other that and you're not.
0: Is there anything else? Oh, well, I'm sorry. I was not a fan of Mr. Mitch dating Eleanor because I am so loyal. I'm like, no, Gibbs forever. Gibbs forever. She deserved to find love again. That makes me so she deserved sad. to find love. No, she totally did. I know. I'm not saying she didn't, but that makes me so incredibly sad. Like if I died at like 70 and my partner was like out there dating, I would be like absolutely not.
1: <laughs> absolutely. You not. go and haunt the girls. I would ha- I would you be like, like scare bitch, them. You
0: better be sitting at my grave daily.
1: We don't have- in the bedroom. You don't have time to date. <laughs> you show up and you're like boo. I'm like <laughs> you said get off my man boo get off no i used man. to think that too i used to be like you should just be lonely and sad forever but now i'm like no everyone deserves to like if they're not here like you don't want them to just be sitting around what yes, i do <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding a like actually be lonely your ass is gonna sit around i just couldn't sit around and then i also think like The kids finding out about Mr. Mitch, I'm shocked that they didn't have more of a reaction. I would have been like, "Yeah,"
1: but also, their dad had been dead for how long? Five years. That's then. That's okay. That's okay. Oh, loyal. These hoes ain't loyal. I just want to like stress again that this was like one of the best books I think we've read. I'm giving it a five star.
0: I'm giving it a. Oh, this is actually hard. I've never had to think this much, but I'm also going to say I'm going to give it a 4.9. Okay. I don't know. I think it's not a five solely because of two things. One, I think the beginning was a little bit too confusing. I wish we would have been like walked through the characters and like everything that was like, it felt so jolty. Mm. And, but other than that, yeah I don't know I would say like 4.9 it didn't quite hit
1: the five understandable and that's I mean 4.9 is a really good score I just haven't been like hooked and like continuously hooked for 400 pages usually I get lost and I was never lost I loved all the twists I love the like heart and emotional aspect I think Charmaine Wilkerson is such a beautiful writer I'm a big fan
0: i'm a huge fan i'm so glad we did this you know what i was thinking this is so off topic oh wait actually i was thinking two things we should bake black cake but i looked at the recipe and you have to do have to dry the fruits for four months
1: i know so we should start doing that like now
0: should we make it without the fruit or do you think you can't do that
1: no we have to make it with the fruit i know
0: but i want to make a cute one for our insta and tiktok
1: maybe we make like a fake one and, and just do the flowers the- and then we make a real one.
0: Okay, we should do that. Okay, wait, we actually, we really answered so many of these without even knowing that they were here. We are icons.
1: I'm sorry, we're icons. Oh my God, so Charmaine Wilkerson, I tagged her in the story I posted of the fire, whatever, in the book, and she liked it, or she hearted it, but she hasn't read it in her DMs. You know what I mean? Listen. Why Why is that? Okay, I do it too, and, and I do it, well, because,
0: like, it's still, like, I, I want to, like, show people that I'm seeing when they, like, repost my things. But I don't have time to open up every single DM that I get. It's just each So, year. it's, like,
1: when you go in, like, the top and it's, like, yeah. mention store. Okay. And I just
0: look and then I'll, like, like, like. And that's what fucking Donkey Gabriel did. And also, I'm over it. Over okay, tell it. me. He's on Hinge, apparently. I see a TikTok that he's on Hinge. And apparently has not responded to when... I'm like, I'm
1: over it. I'm just over it. I'm just over it. Sorry. I don't mean to be rude to him, but like when he, like that TikTok you sent me, he is so obsessed with himself. Like, what? Dom, come back. I'm this. not, I'm
0: not feeling that. My guy, come back to reality. No, I'm the star. I'm the prize. I'm the present. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not. I need to find a new man to slide for. I feel like
1: slide <laughs> is the new black. This is like acting and like most things you need to ask a hundred people and expect one of one to five to stick. You can't just put all your, your eggs in one Dom basket. We need to open the net. Don't
0: ever feel like I really like people, you know, or like even if someone was like celebrity crush, like it's really just Dom. Like I don't like, I don't have And I think maybe part of it is because I don't watch TV. I don't watch movies. Like, I feel like I'm like, like, I read books, but these characters aren't real. Yeah. People will say like, oh, from like, Love is Blind season four, I love this person. And it's like, I don't get that. Because like, I don't watch. I literally sound like I'm held hostage. I'm like, you
1: do need to watch Love is Blind is my favorite show. And the newest season, there is a guy you will be obsessed with. I I know your type by now. And you will- Be obsessed. Did he?
0: Did he mate with anyone? I'm like slide for me. Also, it's so funny, Rennie. So shout out to her girly She was listening, and then she texted me and was like, "Oh my gosh, this guy on Love Is Blind use OCD in the wrong way." And I was like,
1: "Hi, so two people me. did. Two people did." Okay, she
0: sent me. Where's my phone? She sent me one of them, and it's something about the picture frames. Yes, yes. Okay, wait. I wanna. I wanna see this man. I wanna slide for this man. Okay, wait, what's his name? That's the vibe. I think that sliding is like the thing to do. Oh my God, she's so cute. Erin is right. You have no way of knowing how you're going to meet your person. And yet I have a feeling it's not going to be on an app too.
1: Hmm. His name is... Oh no, so it's aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, it's bad. People do it like three times in the season. It's not even like I feel the ears. What? (laughs) He's so cute. If you see him like, talk and like move by the way we're i'm showing her izzy if you're watching love is blind okay wait i want to do you know the instagram handle no but you need to like see him talk i think maybe part of your problem is you're being too picky allegra this is a hot man okay wait what's the name his name's izzy but i don't know his last name is he on the love is blind account yes he should be
0: i love you but he is definitely not
1: my type Ugh, whatever dude i feel like he's giving like sports bro no he's not he's like super sweet and like super
0: I, yeah this is just my snap judgment without he's giving like
1: fraternity sportsman man sure but not... he's not he's super like he's super sensitive and like got really into like talking about his emotions and stuff you need to give people a chance allegra Okay, I would if I had people to give a chance to. Well, you're not even giving him a chance because you're shutting him out before he's even- Okay, that even I just, I don't feel the vibe currently. I
0: just don't. Okay, I'm yes. gonna read this out loud. My neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack. Long ago, the four nations lived together in harmony. <laughs> it's so good. Wait, who wrote that? Just, okay, so Jasmine Rice, girl. I don't know. She's Forbes 30 under 30. Um apparently she's known for having a quote unquote gorilla grip pussy. (laughs) I know, I don't know why I'm following her. I found it on my Instagram the other day and I was like, gorilla grip. That sounds really scary. She says 26 years ago, a woman with the grippiest of pussies and perkiest of titties was born. Happy birthday to the gorilla grip queen. (laughs) Listen, there's a pot for every pan, there's a lid for every pot.
1: Well, go find your lid, sweetie. It's not me.
0: You don't like a gorilla grip?
1: I just like don't think that's necessary to like advertise. Allegra's like, well, I have one.
0: <laughs> I just want to <laughs> let everyone know that I... No, I agree. Some things are better left unsaid. Some things are better left unsaid.
1: We love you, sad girls. Love you, sad girls. We'll see you next week for Death Valley. Bye sad girls. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate us five stars on Apple podcast and Spotify and subscribe and follow our show. It's the way that we can get the word out about our sad girl podcast and more sad girls can find their community. And if you'd like to
0: follow us on other platforms, we're on Instagram at sad girls who read and TikTok at sad girls. Good books.
1: We love you. Sad girls.